The Sauce Podcast. Empowering women everywhere. Hi, Lizzie. Hi, Molly. I'm excited for this episode because we are going to talk goals, 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 because we're halfway through the year. Kinda. Uh, Kinda. Yeah, we're a little late. We're a little over. We're halfway, a little over halfway, but um, it has just been a wild, crazy summer, I know, for us both. So I am so thrilled for the time with you and for a little orientation around goal setting and goal checking in. Yes. Yes, I can't wait. And it's like, as as you said, Molly, yeah, so maybe some of our listeners, you've been busy. You missed July 1 to do a little check-in, so we're here for you in August. But, yes, um, yes. I know, Mal, that we've both been doing a lot of either traveling or just summer events and activities, enjoying the good weather. Um, And I know that you've been doing a little bit of travel, a little bit of concertine. I know. I know. I have been. Well, I want to tell you all about that, but can we first start with Morocco? I feel like this, you went on this amazing trip that we need to hear about. Yes, I will. I, I could speak about it forever, but I will keep it somewhat brief. Um, I mentioned 30 Waves, my friend Brittany Allen. Um, if you don't follow her, follow her. All about throwing away timelines, um, who needs certain timeline goals. Um, and she also has great either fashion, kind of beauty, a uh, mm. lot, of, lot of great women empowerment um, handle on Instagram and TikTok, 30 Waves. So she went out to her followers and said, hey, who would want to go on a trip to Morocco? Um, and they responded, they paid, and she selected out of everyone who um, applied. It was about 16 women. So we all met in Marrakesh. And the joke of the whole week was that none of us had anything in common. Like none of us had a, we had met at a summer camp or we all worked together at one point. Sure. Now, the only common denominator was that they followed Brittany on Instagram. Oh, how cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a great week. Um, I feel very thankful to have gone to, I've never been to Africa, the continent. So it was a really cool experience. And you know what I thought? I was kind of like, I have no idea what I'm going to get myself into with all these, again, women who follow Brittany and just wanted to come. What are they coming for? Brittany sure. is a big fashionista. She's an influencer. Are other influencers going to be there, et cetera. And you know what was really interesting, actually, the fact that we're speaking about goals today so many women were probably early 30s to early 40s. Um, and a lot of people were kind of there actually fulfilling lifelong goals of visiting Africa and or Morocco, Marrakesh. Uh-huh, cool. um, yeah. yeah, it was that. Other people were like, listen, I'm kind of at a crossroads in my career. And I'm trying to figure out, I like my job, but I want to start, you know, I always thought I wanted to go, go, go in my career. But actually, I'd like to start something on the side. And because Brittany kind of started her stuff right. as a side hustle wanted to meet like-minded women is what they kind of thought maybe they would meet and, um, and kind of, and learn or kind of like bounce ideas off of each other and all of that. Um, and some people just had lifelong goals of, or wanting more travel and didn't quite have travel partners to travel with at this point. Mm. So like, why not go with this great group of women? So a lot of people were checking off, I think either lifelong dreams, goals. It was really interesting how so many people were at this crossroads that they wanted to about in their either careers or in their life, moving into a new city, changing jobs, starting that side hustle. So on top of Marrakesh, just being an incredible place and going to the desert yeah. and all of that, um, the group was really incredible to me. Oh, how fun. Yeah, yeah, that is so, so cool. And I love just this opportunity that really Brittany created yeah. for you all and, and through her brand of 30 Waves. Uh, creating that opportunity for you all to come together, to meet one another, to learn about one another and yeah, really share. And to your point, there really wasn't this kind of like connective fiber amongst you all other than your awareness and and friendships or following Brittany, but it sounds like 
on the heels of it, on the back end of it, that probably was established. And, and now you've got some great new points of contact and, and, and relationships to, you know, nurture in your life. Completely. It was a beautiful community that Brittany has built. And so I loved it. It was very inspirational for me and us with the sauce and everything like that too. So it was great. Um, So Maul, thanks for listening and saucers. Thanks for listening. But I know that you've been doing traveling. You've had, you talked about your June being full on with the kiddos out of school and stuff. Um, And then we celebrated the 4th of July in the U S I think you've also been doing, going to some concerts in beautiful Colorado. So tell me highlights you got, what can you share? Yeah. Yes. July. Now we're actually into August, but July was also such a full and and lovely month. We did as a family get to go to Mexico for a week for just, yeah, our real, good unplug recharge and we've actually been up in Grand Lake Colorado for the last few weeks and this is where uh, we spend a lot of time with my husband's family which is wonderful and our kids spend a lot of time on the lake here and um, you know sailing and it really does just feel like kind of this quintessential summer experience for them which is incredibly special but I will say before we came up here we did get to go to the Taylor Swift Eras Tour concert in Denver on Saturday, Molly, July 15th. Molly, Molly. I I swear to you, it was I I already had incredibly high expectations. I mean, I think we we have talked about this show a few times because everybody knew I got tickets and I was going um, and how I was kind of avoiding trying to watch the videos and the content for a while. I did ultimately kind of give in and um, had a strong understanding of what, you know, what to expect. But I, even with the highest of expectations, it blew everyone out of the water. Every one of those expectations, it blew it out of the water. And you know, I will say this, I am I am not shy about my love and like deep respect and admiration for Taylor Swift and her her music, her song her songwriting skills, her business yeah. kind of mindset. But even even if you were not or are yeah. not a diehard Taylor Swift fan and you go to her concert, I know this because this was my husband. He Ty went. was Ty went okay. and he was also blown away also blown away and just could not believe her talent, her, she is truly a performer. She is, you know, somebody, I think we've talked to, we've talked about Enneagram here. She is a a, a three and achiever and you, she is, she's just like super human on that stage where if she's tired, she's not showing it. If she, if her voice is going, you don't hear it. Like it is three and a half hours, 46 songs. It is a once in a lifetime experience. How, okay. Well, you were the first person I've spoken to that like actually that has gone, you know, minus my, my yeah. kids are creeping. So yes. I've got many things, but I got to ask, did you do any of the friendship bracelets? So did not do any of the friendship bracelets. Right. No. Yeah. I did you um, receive I any, do you did get not receive any? No, right. that was just part of the experience that I did not, you Touch. know, okay. And I will say that's a little bit of my personality that I'm kind of like, no, no matter what I wear, no matter what bracelets I have or don't have, like I'm going to show up and have the best time. I'm not the best, you know, theme and, and get into all that. I'm just not. Um, And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know, I know my limits, but didn't have any of that. Of course we saw it all around us. And I, I will say the people watching was remarkable. I mean, you, it, it was so 
cool. And, you know, they've said that like she has changed the game with concert attendance and just like it, it is it is an experience. It's not just a concert. It is a full blown experience. And that this tour has completely reset the bar for what uh, a performance like this entails. What I think is incredible is like, we're talking about goals today. And I don't, you know, I think this goal is like, I think to your point, Taylor is reset the bar. Taylor, it's a whole new level that we're going to. And I don't want it to, and you know, to, to force people to feel like they need to hit her level by any means. Of course. But yeah. you can imagine, we don't know Taylor, but we <laughs> can imagine that she's sitting there at 16 years old. I think she's always envisioned this, especially as she's been dropping so many albums of having this tour that is this incredible performance that goes, uh, takes us through every era of Taylor Swift. Um, and I think it is insane. It's insane. Like, I yeah, think it, it is. is. Insane. And, like, it is that it's that incredible of a performance to every detail. And Taylor has always been such a every detail matters. And it's yes. crazy that she put this on. And I mean, I've been reading about how they think that they say that her tour is boosting the economy because so many yes. people are employed, so many people are yes. traveling to it. Um, and understand the privilege of being able to go and even get tickets in the US, especially was, you know, so was, was, was crazy her breaking ticket master etc um but i'm i just you know cheers to cheers to you mall because i feel like that was a goal to go to the eras tour it was it absolutely was yeah and to taylor and what she has put on i can imagine this was a huge goal that she uh she wanted to knock out eventually yeah it, it is a really good kind of orient orientation to this conversation of goals because as you said you just you watch her and you see her performing and you know this is not this is not luck this is not, she just, you know, walked like, into this. Grit. This is, it is grit, hustle, talent. perseverance, talent, manifestation. Like it is just, um, it is really, really an exceptional experience. And if anybody didn't get to catch, you know, the, the U.S. leg, she still has all six nights of LA ahead, oh. um, but she's now got all these international tours. You know, she's, she's going to take off some time in uh you know it looks like the end of 23 and early 24 but she's got a whole slew of international dates so i'm going to i'm going to try to catch another one and maybe meet you Lizzie in Europe next summer I would love that mall. I will tell you, getting the European tickets, I ended up, I was fortunate enough to grab some, but it was hilarious, the process of getting them and how intense it was. I don't think it was intense as the U.S., but I cannot wait. I'm going to go see her in Poland. That is where I was oh able my to gosh. get it. So, um, oh can't wait. Molly, thank you so much for sharing that. So, Saucers, we hope whether you love Taylor's music or not, hopefully you respect her and what she's doing. So there's a lot of goals happening for T-Swift, but potentially a lot of goals happening for you as well. So maybe it makes sense yeah. to transition into, we want to just help you um, as I've had to do for myself. So actually this episode's helping me a little bit of a mid-year goal check-in. Let's spend some time on that. And actually, I think Molly and I have a different perspective. We were actually talking before we wanted to record this episode about goal setting and how goal setting can, you know, have some fluctuations kind of in the seasons of life and to give yourself that grace. Yeah. So starting out, Maul and I have talked on this podcast. Sometimes we do set goals, New Year's resolutions we've spent a lot of time on. And sometimes we go, we don't have space for that right now, mm-hmm. whether it's because something's happening in your personal life, your career, you know, whatever. Maybe you just don't have the capacity or want the capacity to take on some goals. But yeah. if you have, we'll walk through maybe a few things to just kind of help you check in and work towards um, and think about the back half of the year. And if you yeah. didn't set any goals, I also think, we can, you can use this time to say, should I set a little something up for the last, you know, six months of the year? 
Yeah, I love this topic and conversation. And I think I, I have this kind of unique experience um, on the topic of goals because I, I have for most of my life been a very, very goal oriented person and, and setting and, inchi- and achieving goals is something that honestly has come mostly naturally to me. I, um, I have, I have found that as kind of a strong, like reward motivation mechanism. And, you know, we talked about this in January for our resolution kick off the new year. In this last year, year and a half, I have, I have struggled a bit, you know, just candidly on really that natural kind of inertia around goal setting and goal achievement and just that momentum of goal set, goal achieved, goal set, goal achieved, keep going. And it's really forced me to do some reflecting and I think take stock in how come this thing that has always been very natural for me and 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 really kind of easy for me, how what's happening that's changing that. And I, I think the things that we're going to talk about today are really good questions and just moments of curiosity of could it be, could it be, you know, that my daily routines? Could it be my accountability? Could it be, you know, how I'm measuring progress? So um, I love this topic and it feels candidly like a, just a very personal one. Yes. And I think on you said, could it be, could it also be the seasons of life and how things yeah. change as maybe we get older or things get more full? So love yeah. it. Let's jump into just a few. So we actually found an article through, um, it was a blog, Daily Grind Planner. So I think they actually sell planners. Um, yeah. We found a blog and actually out of all the research we did for this, I actually really enjoyed, I think we liked what she had put out there. So we'll post this in the show notes, but a few things that I think you start off, obviously evaluate your priorities. So in her blog, she kind of talks about things to do at the mid-year check-in. We're not going to hit every single one. I think we'll hit a few of them, but number one, evaluate priorities. Are your priorities that you put out at the beginning of the year and set out for, is it still what's important to you right now? Um, And is it, is it, have you achieved some, have you not, are there some that you should drop off and not have any more? Just go ahead and evaluate your priorities and what's important to you now because things can change in six months. Yeah, I, I think that that's absolutely the case. And you you do need to evaluate your priorities. And I think to your point, Lizzie, also accept that they are going to evolve and change. Now, there is this belief, you could say, that our core priorities in the course of a year aren't going to shift dramatically, or or one could argue they shouldn't. I don't know if that's true, Um, but it's like, okay, think of those boulders, right? Whether it is your career, whether it is your family, whether it is your health, whatever those priorities are. Yeah. Your love life, your, your partnerships. So I do, I, I like this, you know, assessing your priorities, but I also, and, and maybe this is, you know, again, calling to kind of my personality, there's like these foundational truths that I would I would like to say and hold myself accountable to, these are always going to be the priorities. I don't get to, I don't get to say, Hey, I'm not caring about my health anymore. No longer a priority. So in, okay, you, you, you say that, but now what is happening in your daily schedule and that daily routine that is either working with and, and kind of seamlessly aligning to those priorities or might be showing up as obstacles or kind of friction points for what you're saying. These are the things that matter most to me. Well, if you are saying your health is what matters most, but every day you're struggling 
to prioritize it, to find time to exercise, to find time to breathe and stretch. Chances are your daily schedule, something in there, there, there are obstacles that we have to uncover. Exactly. I think that this is a great check-in point to say, I think it's so easy to end the day being like, wow, that was crazy. It flew by. The week flew by. All of that. But what can you do? So if you're looking at your goals that you set and you're sitting here going, I haven't done, I haven't done much, but you can prioritize and pick out what one's most important to you. Molly, you said that some, it's kind of like non-negotiables potentially for some people, right? So then the question is when you're sitting here reassessing your past six months and you're looking at the next five months of the year, July's gone, Liz, (laughs) here and you go, you go looking at my schedule, you know, for instance, people always say at work, block your calendar. And then you can figure out, you can build that PowerPoint mm. or do that, do that, do that thing you do at work. I'm not good at that at all. Cause yeah. I consider that yeah. like, Oh, just schedule over it. No problem. Yeah. So this is exactly what you're saying. Molly is you got to think about where can you squeeze something in? And I'll give an example. I've talked a lot about this year for me was getting back on my workout routine. And it was very hard for me because I couldn't work out to the level that I had for many years. But I told myself, Liz, just get up four, five days a week and get to the gym. And I've kept that. And while my workouts are nowhere near as intense as they used to be, I had to figure it out. And it's in the morning because I had a million excuses why I couldn't go at night, go into a pub, doing this or that, too tired. So I had to get back into my morning groove. And I was able to squeeze that in there because I also knew I'm never going to block my calendar and work out during my workday. And at night, 10% 10% chance I would go at night. So yeah. that is like an yeah. example of check your schedule. So I think for saucers, what she's saying in this is, and Maul, what you're saying too, is check your schedule and where can you start to squeeze whatever it is that's important to you and make that happen for the back half of the year. Yeah. I, I think that that is completely fair and accurate, right? It, you need to take stock. You need to reflect on what's happening in your day-to-day life that is either serving you in your goal achievement or hindering you from it. But another thing that the article says that I love, and I think that it really kind of is a nice segue here is also this idea of what if you, what if you don't change your goal, what you're not saying you're, you're resetting your priorities, but you consider new or different ways to achieve the goal. And so that basically it's this concept of considering new opportunities. And I think your example, Lizzie, of going to the gym and, you know, actually just like getting yourself out of bed and and taking that step is a really good one because you're, you're, you know, you're prioritizing your health. You know that you want to get, you know, that workout in, but the, the new opportunity is it doesn't have to be the hardcore CrossFit, you know, deadlifting weights. Maybe it's actually the walk to the gym. Maybe that is what, maybe that's the new opportunity of, I'm going to get up and I'm going to go for a walk and maybe I'm going to do a little light, you know, um, I don't, I don't even know stretching, what have you, but it's like the, the opportunity of changing how you think of setting that goal is also, I think powerful. And to your point, a way to kind of pay homage to the stage of life that you're in. And I will say for me, just staying on the concept of health, I have had times and chapters in my life where I've had really, really dedicated, focused, kind of clean eating um, guide, guidelines. And when I'm doing it, I'm I'm so committed to it and I'm thriving and I'm Feeling like, great. oh my gosh. Yeah, you know, I'm, I am following every single rule that I've set for myself. And I am finding that at this moment, that's harder for me right now. And so considering a new opportunity of, Maybe I don't have to go as hardcore as I have in previous, you know, times when I focused on this goal. Maybe 
as a you know 38 year old woman, mom of four, there's a different way for me to achieve some of this healthy, balanced eating that doesn't have to look as restrictive or as intense as you know the the two to, to five years ago version of me it would have. Exactly, and I think that sometimes. Um, for if you're a very goal-oriented human, you're a very type A person, very driven by goals, it is very hard to sit down and say, you know what, I'm going to I'm gonna step it back a bit. Yeah. Is that even the right word? But compared to where you were maybe five years ago. And I think that sometimes then we don't even want to set a goal because we're like, yeah. if it's not that deadlifting this much weight or running a marathon at this time or eating purely clean, why would I even do it? You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just... It, like, yes. and I think sometimes we need to be, give ourselves some grace and kindness that honestly, as we age, things change on goal setting, but new goals come in that are, that are better yeah. than ever. But some of our yeah. older goals just don't make as much sense anymore. And I think we need to give ourselves grace on that. Yeah, I, I agree. It is, um, I think hard for those of us who always, again, I, I'll just typecast myself as being yeah. a very, very achievement kind of goal oriented person. It has been hard to see and recognize that evolution, but it does parlay into this next concept of giving yourself permission, giving yourself grace, giving yourself, just honoring the fact that you, you have changed. Um, We all have changed. We all change every single day, every month, every year. And so what has always worked for us in the past, we have to give ourselves permission to understand that that may not be the case anymore, you know? And that we have to stay curious and again, just graceful with ourselves of like, okay, that has worked in the past and it's no longer. And so what, what am I going to do with this focus on progress and not perfection to stay in line with, you know, achieving this goal? If I'm, if I still believe it is important to me, Um, that, that could be another, you know, permission seeking exercise is, is just that conversation of is, this goal itself still matching the version of who I am today. Exactly. Exactly. And what goal is going to make you just start? And the perfect example yes. I was with the gym is when I kept having to wake up and go think that I could go do what I used to do. I knew I was so not there anymore. I shied away and didn't want to do it. But yes. when I figured out what goal would help me just start, and again, as a high achiever, feeling like not a failure. I had to set it as like, Liz, if you just get up and show up, that's a win. And I had to mentally get my mind there that running five miles or doing a whole CrossFit class was no longer going to work because I was never going to start. So I think it's important as you reflect back on this back half of the year, what goals do you have that maybe you haven't started? And don't just say, "Mm, didn't start it. If it doesn't mean anything to you anymore, then fine, get rid of it. But if it is really important to you and think it's going to make you feel better, maybe it's organizing your pantry. It could be so many different things. Right, right, um, yes. Whatever it might be, think about bite-sized chunks, what's going to help you start. And maybe if it's organizing your pantry, it's just one shelf. I'm going to do one shelf by December. Yes. And that yeah. is what I'm doing. And that's it. Yep. Yep. And what I think is really interesting, I was listening to this podcast that had two very ambitious women on there that were probably in their early 50s. And one was a criminal defense lawyer who was very, very well known um, and has written books and all that. Another one was um, now a Harvard professor, lives in Boston. Um, what is it? Is it Mass General? Is a psychologist there and does a whole bunch of studies on psychology. Um, mm. And she came from a very, a very um, a background that getting to Harvard was huge for her, right? Sure. Um, she went to yeah. school there and then taught there, et cetera. It was really interesting to hear these two women talk about, you know, how much has changed 
over my course of my life. I was so ambitious. I wanted get me more, give me number one spot, all that. And they go, you know what? Now we don't care about that. And they go, we're happy with where we got in our careers. And where you'd asked me 10 years ago, I'm not quite where I probably wanted to be 10 years ago, but where they're at the top of their game. And it just made me stop and pause, kind of what we've been weaving in here, Molly, and talking about is that certain things can change, I think, with the season of life, as well as I think with age. And yes. I think that to your point, Molly, you might have had more time to meal prep like crazy and completely eat fully 100% clean. And it makes yeah. you feel so good. But now you're giving yourself some grace in doing it. But 80-20 rule, 80% of the time, right. 20% right. not. I might have been like, I want to run a half marathon and I want to do it in this time. So I'm going to train hard for it. And right now, I'm in a place in the season of my life, as well as with age, that I just want to get a nice power walk in the morning, yes, get my heart yes. rate up, and feel good. And that is so different from five years ago. But ambition can change, and don't yeah. beat yourself up over it. That is like my biggest thing I took away from listening to that podcast too. Yeah, totally agree. And you know, one of the other, I think, very very critical components of goal setting, goal achievement, goal resetting, is understanding what your accountability mechanisms look like. There are people, I am not one of them. There are people who are so, so internally accountable to yeah. themselves. When they say they are going to do something, if they set it to themselves, yeah. that is all they need. And they, that's, that's the accountability. I have my entire life very, very much envied people like that. Um, not jealous, just respect and deep, deep, like yeah. good for you. Cause that's not me. I, I am a big externally motivated person. Mm. And so for me, it is, if I have, if I have told other people that I'm going to do something and if I have, if I know others are relying on me or expecting me to do anything, that is my, that's my accountability framework. Now, I, I, there's a spectrum. So I, I do think just wherever you are on that spectrum, you know that about yourself, be aware. And if you are going to need somebody else, a group of people, one person in particular to be your accountability buddy, if you will, great. Buddy. Know yeah. That. yeah. Accountability buddy. Um, but if you yourself are strong enough in your commitments and that internal, you know, just virtue that you set, that's wonderful too. It's just very important to know how are you driven by accountability and how do you hold yourself to that? Fair. I think that's a very fair point. And I think actually, Mal, I can let you wrap this up, but I think the, like my takeaway from it, because we talked about a lot of things is I think give yourself grace. So check in with yourself of where you're at and give yourself grace. But I also kind of like, don't necessarily give up and just say, mm, I didn't yes. do anything. I'm done. I think you need to be a little tough on yourself and count, you know, check in on yourself about like, this is really important to me and this would make me feel good organizing my pantry or whatever it might be. You need to get this done in the next five months, but do it in bite-sized chunks or do it what's really, a, what's a little bit more um, realistic versus this intense, intense ambition that might not sit with you right now in this season or forever moving forward. Um, yeah. Something that, something that might not be as important to you. So I think that's what I take from it. It's like, give yourself permission and give yourself grace, but don't completely let go of all your goals. Like if you are a goal oriented person, it's important to you figure out how you can use these next five months to achieve at least one of them. That's kind of my takeaway. Yep. Yeah. I think that that's perfectly said. I have similar takeaways. The, the maybe couple points I would add is agree. You're, don't let yourself off the hook. Don't give up. Yeah. But 
if you are struggling to achieve the goals that you set out for yourself seven months ago in January, really understand what's preventing you. Is it your daily routine? Are there internal, external obstacles? Is the goal itself still the same, but the way you have formally achieved it no longer working, right? So I just really encourage all of us, myself included, this is very much, you know, feedback yes. I, am, I am offering and taking is be curious about if you haven't made the progress you want, why and what is preventing you? I also love this concept of consider new or different opportunities or new or different ways to make progress against the goal. Maybe it's not going to be perfect. Yes. Maybe it is not going to be exactly what you you drew up in your mind, but progress is still worth celebrating and acknowledging. So if there's a different path to get yourself there than maybe what you originally thought, call it in January, I, I think that's a good place to, to spend time and in, invest some energy. I love that. So as we go into the back half of this year, be bold on being true to yourself and being honest with yourself about what goals really do make sense if you're a goal setter um, and want to kind of have some goals back half of the year. Yeah, I love it. So true. And, you know, always eat dessert because you live once and you know what? It's, uh, I think, one of the best parts of, of any day, having just a little sweet, a little yes. sweet treat. Get a dessert and write your goals down. Maybe get yourself yes. a little sweet treat and reassess, <laughs> you know? Um, okay, last question. Molly, what was Taylor's secret song at her concert? If you don't know what that is, you got to Google it. We're not going to explain yeah. it. Yeah. You got to Google it. So I had Starlight. We had, There's two secret songs. So I had Starlight from Red and Red is my absolute favorite album oh still God. to this day. So that felt really special because I, I, I knew the song, which there was a chance I wasn't going to know the song. So Starlight. Yep. And then um, on the piano, it was Back to December from oh Now. And, and Back to December was a number one Taylor Swift hit. So for that to have been a surprise song, I'm not lying. I just got chills. Oh my it God. was, it was a big, it was a big win. I uh, felt real, real happy with getting um, back to December on the piano. We knew it was going to be a speak now song because she just had re-released Taylor's version the previous week. Right. Mo. Yes. Okay. So we knew it, you know. Okay. Okay. And I love that tie left fired up. So for non-Swifties out there, we believe you can become a big believer in some incredible work that she's done. So I will I stop. But okay. what a cool But thank you, Saucers and Mall. The best to see you. Enjoy the rest of summer. Okay. We'll talk soon. Bye, Saucers. Thank you for tuning in to the Sauce Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our personal anecdotes and biz tips and tricks we shared today. If you wouldn't mind subscribing and or following the podcast on any platform or leaving a one-line review of the podcast, it helps us out tremendously. Thank you, thank you. Molly and I would also like to state that everything stated on this podcast is our own opinions, and it's not shared on the behalf of others or on our employers. Thank you.